In their own version of an escape from L.A., the Memphis Grizzlies go to Los Angeles and in back-to-back -back nights face off against the Clippers and the Lakers. And though they earned a 1-1 split in L.A., a lot of positive things to build off of. The Grizzlies as a whole playing very good basketball on the grandest stage of them all when it comes to the NBA, but John Morant playing like an all-NBA level player and making history in the process. A lot to talk about from an exciting weekend of Grizzlies basketball here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. Let's get it going. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A marvelous Monday morning to each of you, and welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, as well as watching, you are having a wonderful to your Monday. And of course, if you're a Grizzlies fan, it's a lot of fun. Yes, the Grizzlies lost last night, but it was an absolutely wonderful performance from John Morant. We'll get into more of that in a few but overall, plenty of takeaways from this weekend with the Grizzlies on the road. We'll discuss that in the first segment. Jaws' historic performances in the second segment. And the road warrior mentality of the Grizzlies that could really shine through once again this season for Memphis. You can find the show at Locked on Grizz on Twitter. Myself at StatsSAC. Right here, the podcast wherever it's available. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where we'll be. Also now on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button below. Thank you for all those that have certainly liked the show over the past few days. Make sure you subscribe to the show so that you can enjoy when content comes out. Others can find the content, and the show itself can just be the best version of itself that it can be. We want to remind you that when you do find it on your favorite podcast location, like, review, and subscribe to the show as well. My name is Sean Coleman. I'm a credentialed media member with the Grizzlies. My fourth year covering the Grizzlies, your host here at Lockdown Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every single day and we can't thank you enough for making locked on grizzlies your first listen of the day for your second listen make sure to check out the locked on nba podcast plenty to find wherever podcasts are available with all that's going on around the nba free to you here on youtube or via podcast make sure to make locked on nba your second listen of the day so the memphis grizzlies after a very impressive 132-121 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers went on the road this weekend to start a very tough stretch of games against four teams out west that hope to be in the playoffs. The Clippers and Lakers, obviously, over the weekend, followed by the Trailblazers and Warriors towards the middle of this week. And going into these games, going into this stretch, I, I felt myself that the best outcome for the Grizzlies, the hopeful outcome for the Grizzlies, was to get a split. If they could come out of this four-game road swing and have a winning record this season, which they allowed for themselves to do by winning the opening game, that was going to be a big win within itself. And the Grizzlies got off to a great start on Saturday night. Memphis went into the game against the Clippers, and early on, it looks like it was going to be an offensive slugfest, but the Grizzlies were able to bounce back, doing a great job themselves of finding looks from three while also limiting the Clippers' ability to shoot the three. John Morant had 28 points and eight assists, but it was the contributions this time. While DeAnthony Melton and Desmond Bain certainly did their part, it was Jaron Jackson Jr. 
who stepped up. 21.7 rebounds, a late three to be able to kind of the dagger to the Clippers. And the Grizzlies also did a very good job of being able to limit everybody else on the Clippers besides Paul George. We'll discuss that in just a second. But the Grizzlies were able to get a victory over the Clippers, 120, 120 to 114. And then on the second night of a back-to-back, the Grizzlies go into Los Angeles, once again, the Staples Center for a second straight time, and play the Lakers. And this time around, it was a little bit of reverse of fortunes. Yes, the Grizzlies did get down. They got down by, I believe, as much as 14 in the first half, but they were able to storm back. This time, though, it was absolutely due to John ja Morant. A historic performance, 40 points, 10 assists, five threes, a, a top five performance in Jaws' career. He's put a few of those together over his past 10 or so games that have counted in some capacity for the Grizzlies. Again, we'll talk about that in just a second. But on the grandest stage of them all, when it comes to NBA stages, when it comes to places to play, the center stage of the NBA, it's either likely Staples Center or Madison Square Garden. John Morant went into the Staples Center against an all-time great, many all-time greats, including perhaps the best ever in LeBron James, and he proved he was the best on the court. Unfortunately, the Grizzlies were not able to get the victory, and yes, John Morant did miss a late free throw, and that's the thing that is going to stand out from this game for him, which just goes to show how special of a talent and mindset he is. But overall, on back-to-back nights in Los Angeles against two playoff teams, John Morant goes 28-8 and on Saturday night, 28 points and 8 assists against the Clippers, and then scores 40 points with 10 assists against the Lakers. And the Grizzlies, though they did lose to the Lakers, there's nothing but positivity that should come from this overall experience. We were going into this Western Conference road swing looking to hopefully get something taken care of. As others mentioned last night, perhaps make a statement. I don't necessarily know if a statement was made over the weekend, but I do think that something was certainly validated. When it comes to this Grizzlies team, they are not scared. They will not shy away from any stage in the NBA. And it's not just them showing up. It's them standing out as well. The Grizzlies, and especially John Morant once again showed that they they proved that they could be on any stage with any other team in the NBA and play competitively and find a way to either win or at least put themselves in a position to win. But another thing that stood out in this in this series is that Dylan Brooks is certainly missed, and what I mean by that is this, is that the Grizzlies had a little bit not necessarily of a different philosophy when it came to their defense over the weekend. It was a bit of a different defensive effectiveness. They they were effective in different ways in both games against, Los, against the Clippers and the Lakers. On Saturday night, what allowed for the Grizzlies to be able to get the victory was that they let Paul George, and it was an absolute pleasure to see Paul George be at his best on Saturday night. The Grizzlies didn't let him. Paul George just simply was the best player on the court. He had 41 points. The Grizzlies found success letting Paul George do what you would expect for him to do, but they didn't let any other Clippers players really step up and support Paul George enough for the Clippers to be able to find a way to get a victory. On Wednesday night, that's something that did keep the Cavaliers in the game. It was that Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, plus the three-point shooting of the Cavaliers late, allowed for them to stay in the game. Well, the Clippers were able to stay in the game because 
Paul George was playing at his best, but no other Clippers player was able to find a stretch of play to really be the difference in the game, while the Grizzlies had Jaw and Jaron, who certainly were the big reasons why they won on Saturday night. So it was letting the star do his thing while nobody else was able to really have a big game that worked for the Grizzlies on Saturday night. On Sunday night, the Grizzlies did a very good job being able to, you know, kind of keep the stars at bay for the Lakers, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, none of them were really able to take over the game, though, you know, they certainly had their success at times. What hurt the Grizzlies was the name Carmelo Anthony, and that's a theme we've heard over the past several years. He did it to us in the bubble, did it to us last night. It was the three-point shooting of Carmelo Anthony that stepped up. So on Saturday night, the Grizzlies did a great job of letting the star of the Clippers do what he does, but not allowing anybody else to step up to really support him to get the win. Unfortunately, Sunday night, the Lakers were able to have several different players contribute, especially the three-point shooting of Carmelo Anthony. It was just a bit too much for the Grizzlies to overcome in the end. So plenty of positives to take away. The three-point shooting certainly still stood out. Desmond Bain and De'Anthony Melton, though it was hard to expect for them to come out and play every single night like they did on Wednesday night against the Cavaliers. They both had very good back-to-back -back stretches. Steven Adams, again, made his presence felt. The starting lineup for the Grizzlies really stood out. But as we'll discuss later this week, the defensive consistency is something that, while it's doing what you would expect, it's doing its job. It's doing what's expected of it without Dylan Brooks in the fold. That is something that can certainly can be more consistent, but also the bench play for the Grizzlies also can really improve as well. But while the Grizzlies are 2-1, and one, and that certainly is a great development off this weekend, what absolutely is standing out for the Grizzlies, as it should, is the incredible play of Ja Morant. And we're not just saying this. We're not just saying this is Ja looking like he did you know, in the first two games of last season before his injury. Ja, over the three-game stretch, or over this three-game stretch for the Grizzlies, has truly established the best proof to date of why he is the best natural talent to ever play for the Grizzlies. I'll explain that in just a moment. But before we discuss that, do want to discuss something else that's really exciting. Not as exciting as John Moran, but up there as well. It's called Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and you will as well. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. It offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording in a handful of minutes in each game. It offers you any prop you could think of from yardage to touchdowns in football, even interceptions thrown to points, rebounds, assists, and so on in basketball. You pick two to five players on an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. It allows mixed sports entries as well. You could take the overall LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Make sure that you don't hesitate and that you go to prizepicks.com and use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the PrizePix app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Of course, the other thing I can tell you is this, is that obviously with so many things going on right now, you've got the Major League Baseball playoffs, college football, 
NFL football, pro basketball, you're likely going to have multiple sports on at the same time with teams that you love. Well, if that's you and you've struggled in the past of uh, being able to handle your interest when, when it comes to TV, I've got an option for you. It's called Direct TV Stream. It's where you can get all your TV together without the hassle anymore. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtvstream.com. That's directtvstream.com. Compatible device required. Contents varies by package. Listen, we want to get once again remind you that we cannot thank you enough for making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day. But as you can see, I had to wear the hat of my favorite NFL football team, which is the Titans, who in back-to-back weeks have beat the Bills and the Chiefs. So I make sure for my second listen of the day to check out Locked On Titans. I also am a big Braves fan, and the Braves are going to the World Series. So why not for myself and other Braves fans? Check out Locked On Braves as my second or third listen of the day. My point is, no matter who your favorite Major League Baseball, NFL, or college football team is, even NHL, or any sport that you might be able to think of among the four major sports groups, Locked On, Locked On Podcast Network has you covered. While Locked On Grizzlies is your first listen of the day, check out your favorite sports teams and other sports, their Locked On Podcast Network, as your second, third, fourth, Fifth, sixth listen of the day as well. Make sure to check out all the great content from the Locked On Podcast Network covering your teams every day. So, yes, the Grizzlies being at two and one, and overall, how well their offensive game has looked over the past, over the first three games of this season is truly special. But in my opinion, it's hard to deny that the thing that has stood out most about the Grizzlies so far this year is John ja Morant. John ja Morant threw three games is averaging 32.5 points per game. He is averaging seven assists per game as well, 56% from the field. And we're talking about a player that is averaging nearly 23 shots a game. Yes, he is struggling from three, once again, if you want to call it that, but that was coming into last night's game. And then last night, he makes five threes and now is shooting 44% from three, through the the first three games of this season. Now, him averaging, excuse me, he's averaging 35 points a game. He's averaging 35 points and eight assists per game. I was looking at the stats after his second game versus his third game. But my point is this, John Morant averaging 35 points, eight assists on 58% shooting and shooting 44% from three. Is that good? Is that sustainable? Hey, we can certainly hope so. I'm not going to go that far. But the point is this is that John Morant, to open a season for the second straight year, is showing, he is proving just how special of a talent he can be on multiple levels. Number one, he's showing that there's an all-star campaign unraveling. There is an all-star campaign that is commencing for John Morant. Not just that, an all-NBA level campaign for John Morant. And there's absolutely no reason to think he can't continue this level of production. Maybe not this quality of production, but a true step up to the level that he was playing consistently in the playoffs last year. But to me, even more importantly, that the all-NBA or all-star potential that's there with John Morant this year, and that he certainly is showing each and every time he's on the court, 
John Morant in three games so far this season, he truly has established the truth that he is a talent unlike the Grizzlies have ever seen when it comes to a player that has been on their roster. What I mean by that is this, is that coming into this season, John Morant was tied with Mike Conley and Pau Gasol for, for the most times that a player has scored 35 or more points in a Grizzlies uniform. Both Pau Gasol, or both uh, Mike Conley and Pau Gasol, along with John Morant, including the regular season and the playoffs, had seven different times in each of their Grizzlies career where they scored 35 or more points. Now, John Morant has sole possession of that distinction after scoring 37 in the first game of the season and 40 in the third game of the season. John Morant also is the only player in Grizzlies history to have 40 or more points, 10 or more assists, and five or more rebounds or five or more threes in a game in franchise history. And not only that, he also now holds the distinction of having the most times a Grizzlies player has ever scored 40 or more points. He's done it three times. No other Grizzlies player has done it more than twice. So if you're wanting to start a build a resume, we talked about it last year. Now, I had mentioned it. Many others had mentioned it when Jaw was drafted. He likely was the best natural talent the Grizzlies have ever drafted or ever brought into the fold onto a Grizzlies roster. But talent doesn't always lead to production. But now, even with the fact that he has played less than 150 games in his NBA career, John Morant is showing game after game more and more valid proof why he is the best player that's ever put on a Grizzlies uniform. He's setting new standards when it comes to production on the court, game in and game out. And it's not just compared to the Grizzlies. There have been only three players in NBA history who have gone on the road versus the Lakers, who, if you want, who at the very least are one of the top three most premier NBA franchises in league history. Only three players have gone against the Lakers on the road and produced 40 or more points, 10 or more assists, and five or more threes. Damian Lillard, Stefan Marbury, and now John Morant. That's the type of company that John Morant is keeping with his performances game in and game out. And I mentioned it all offseason. One of the things that separates John Morant from his peers, you know, puts him more towards the Trey Luca level of peers around the 22, 23 years of age than other very good young talents in the NBA, at least for right now. What sets him apart towards Trey and Luca versus the others is the fact that Jaw has shown he can play at his best on the biggest stages, and it shined through. Over the past nine competitive games that Jaw has played, and yes, I'm including the play-in game against the Warriors that doesn't count statistically, but in that stretch of games, Jaw Morant has scored at least 20 points in each of those nine games. In three of those nine games, Jaw Morant has made five or more threes in that stretch of nine games. He did not do that before. John Morant did not make five threes in a game until he did it against the Warriors in the playoff game, in the playing game, when he made six three-pointers when it was needed most for them to get to the playoffs. And then he does it in game five against the Jazz, trying to help the Grizzlies stave off elimination, and then he does it again last night. 
So before that play-in game, where John Moran absolutely stepped up and was able to lead the Grizzlies to the playoffs, he had never made five or more threes in a game. And now in three of his next nine contests that in some way, shape, or form count, he's now done it three times. That is what we're seeing with John Moran. It's not just that we're seeing a version of John Moran that's putting together, that's starting a campaign of, of being in there for all-star consideration. And at this point, it, I mean, he definitely is an all-NBA consideration. Again, let's take it with a grain of salt. It's only been three games. But it's hard to deny the fact or hard to doubt the fact that Jock can continue to play at a level that puts him among the best in the NBA or consistently makes him the best on the court because he's starting to put together the ability to consistently do it on the biggest stage. Not only play at an all-NBA or an all-star level, but also show that he clearly is the best player that's ever put on a Grizzlies uniform, but also starting to show that the parts of his game that many have you know, correctly identified as the area of his game that needs to improve, he also is showing that he can get more consistent at being very productive from that area as well with how well he has shot the three on these big stages. So this isn't surprising. It's not like we didn't expect Jaw to be able to be productive, Jaw to show what he did at the start of last year before he got injured. But the thing is, is not only has he shown that ability, he's shown an elevated ability. The next evolution of John Morant that we all talked about, hoping to see this season, which come not only much earlier than some may have expected, but it's come at an even better level than many of us expected. The Grizzlies are reaping the benefit. Jaw is having fun, having a wonderful time showing just what he's capable of. And it's a true honor to see him be able to play at this level on a nightly basis. And obviously, as he continues to play this well, the Grizzlies are going to be in good a good spot to exceed expectations once again for the third straight year. But besides Jaw playing at this Historic level when it comes to a Grizzlies player in franchise history. The other thing that really stood out from this past weekend that stood out last year for the Grizzlies was a road warrior mentality, them being one of the best road teams in the NBA. Coming up, I'm going to discuss how that certainly could be a key trait that can help the Grizzlies expect to exceed expectations once again this season. I'll tell you, though, that if you want something that will exceed your expectations as being a snack that you can have in the morning for breakfast or in the or, or in the afternoon as a snack that offers great taste, health benefit, and a boost to your day, it's Built Bar. And if you go to Built.com right now, not only could you choose from over 17 different flavors or 18 different flavors to enjoy, you also can get 15% off your next order of Built Bar by going to Built.com and putting in the promo code LOCKED15. Make your day better. Make Built Bar a part of your day. Go to Built.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Obviously, the winter is right around the corner, though we have the fall to enjoy. The key is, is that temperatures are getting colder. And if you're someone that owns a car, especially an older one, you want to make sure it's running right. So car parts may need to be upgraded. If that's something that you're going to have to take on, go to rockauto.com. Very easy to use. Within a few clicks of a button, you'll find what you need. And you'll likely find what you need because of regardless of make and model or the part, rockauto.com is likely to have it. And the other thing is, is that typically their parts are pretty cost effective. They've been in business over 20 years. They know car parts sometimes fall out of budget. They try to make things as economically feasible as possible 
for their customers. When you visit rockauto.com, let them know the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. On tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, early successes and early struggles. What successes are the Grizzlies having that can be sustained? And what struggles do the Grizzlies really need to try to correct for them to be able to have success against the Trailblazers and Warriors as they close out this West Coast road trip? That and much more on tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. So obviously, John Morant, how special he has been to start the season, has been the big storyline for the Grizzlies. The supporting cast stepping up, especially the starters. You know, Stephen Adams is playmaking and rebounding. Jaron Jackson Jr. getting back into form. The overall offensive ability, offensive improvements of Desmond Bain and DeAnthony Melton. All of those things have been big reasons why it's been a successful start to the season for the Grizzlies. But the Grizzlies' success in L.A. over this weekend, despite how young they are, should not surprise anybody who paid close attention to the Grizzlies last year. The reason why is because a big reason why the Grizzlies were so successful towards the end of last season, despite playing a condensed schedule, is how good this Grizzlies team was at being able to have success on the road. Last year, the Grizzlies were 20-16 and 16 on the road. They were a top five scoring team in the NBA when it came to scoring on the road as well. And John Morant, that they were fifth in the league in terms of field goal percentage per game on the road. And the big thing for the Grizzlies is that they also shot the three very well. They made they made 11.5 threes per game on nearly 36% from three which was a very good production for the Grizzlies. It wasn't outstanding. It wasn't like it was one of the best marks in the NBA, but the three-point shot was at least a reliable part of the offense on the road. So overall, this Grizzlies team being productive on the road last year was something that certainly stood out. And it was a natural ability for the Grizzlies to transition to having this road war warrior mentality as John Morant and others kind of coined. It was a mentality that this Grizzlies team took on towards the end of last year. Obviously, playing at home, as the season went along, the Grizzlies were able to play in, in front of some fans, you know, in the stands, and more fans were able to be in the stands as the season went along. But the but it was not full capacity. It was not, obviously, what everybody wanted as, you know, the NBA was dealing with the response to the ongoing pandemic. But through their success at home, the Grizzlies were able to also take that success on the road, knowing that they had no choice but to produce on the road if they wanted to reach their goal of making the playoffs. And that's exactly what they did. If you recall last year, big wins. They got a back-to-back -back wins in Portland towards the end of April that really helped the Grizzlies be able to establish their playoff push. They got big wins on the road against Toronto and others. And though they struggled at times against teams they shouldn't have in May, they still were able to get key victories. And then, of course, in the play-in game at Golden State against Steph Curry, we talked about John Morant's performance. The Grizzlies is a team overall on the road as a significant underdog, getting the victory, and then that game one victory against the Jazz on the road as well. And like I said in the first segment, 
The big key as to why the Grizzlies are so effective on the road, Desmond Bain talked about it. This is a team that has a lot of underdogs on it, that has a lot of mentalities of players who truly feel that by playing together, they're playing at their best. And because of that, they're not afraid of any challenge. This Grizzlies team truly really, really cherishes the opportunity to take on any type of challenge on any type of stage. And as a matter of fact, the bigger the challenge and the bigger the stage, that's when this Grizzlies team gets more focused and excited on playing at their best. That's why they were able, despite early an early season swing on the West Coast against two very good teams in L.A., the Grizzlies not only showed that they belong, but they stood out. They won a game against the Clippers on Saturday night, and they put themselves at least in a – they at least gave themselves a chance to win on Sunday night. So we talk about the different things that the Grizzlies need to do, need to do this year to be able to give themselves a chance to make the playoffs. We talk about their ability to shoot the three. John Morant performing at an all-star level. Jaron obviously stepping up. The supporting cast stepping up. So many different things that I and others have mentioned. But one other big boost to this Grizzlies team is simply them doing something that they were so special at doing last year, and that was playing winning basketball on the road. And another thing that really fuels the Grizzlies' fire is despite the fact of them playing well on the road, is that if they play well on the road, this Grizzlies team knows with each and every great performance on the road, it gives the crowd at home, the crowd that the Grizzlies will be returning to at the FedEx Forum, that the Grizzlies have really not been able to experience for well over a year now, for 18 months now. With the with each and every Grizzlies road performance that makes their fan base proud, this Grizzlies franchise gives that fan base even more of a reason to be an advantage for the Grizzlies as they return home. Each and every one of these Grizzlies players loves playing at home. They love playing in front of the fans. When I had Joe Vard on the show on Friday, he mentioned that Ja and Jaron love the atmosphere. They love the culture that is here in Memphis. A big reason why is because of the fan base. And this year, the Grizzlies will get to experience that once again, despite the fact that they haven't been able to due to the pandemic over the past 18 months. So not only are the Grizzlies looking forward more to playing at home this year because the crowd will be in play, but this Grizzlies team has also brought over the mentality from last year to this year, the road warrior mentality of knowing that no matter the stage, no matter the opponent, they are going to shine their brightest as the lights get the brightest. John Rance play proves that. The supporting cast play proves that. Playing back-to-back -back games and even last night, playing against legends like Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis, LeBron, obviously, Russell Westbrook and others, this Grizzlies team did not shy away. They stepped right up. They got down early. They stepped back into the fight and they delivered. And though it wound up with the loss, they at least created a building block. They at least created an experience they could build off of so moving forward as this season progresses, this Grizzlies team will be more will be better equipped to get wins in these situations, which they're going to need to do to really find where they want to be at the end of the season. It worked last year. It once again is working this year. That is a big theme for the early season for the Grizzlies. The late season shooting success from last year, it's translated to this year. The ability to play well on the road that showed last year, 
it's translated to this year. John Morant playing at an all-star and even all-NBA level, that showed out at the end of last year. It absolutely has been the storyline of this year so far, and it's been all great to see. But just because the Grizzlies have had obvious area of successes, there's been a few areas of struggle, including defending the three and bench production. Coming up on tomorrow's episode, I'm going to talk about where the Grizzlies have certainly succeeded, but also where they have clearly struggled and how they can right the ship in a few areas. That and much more on tomorrow's edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. As for today, can't thank you enough for joining us. Make sure to check out Locked On NBA as your second listen of the day. After you've made Locked On Grizzlies your first listen, host Josh Lloyd, the number one source of fantasy basketball knowledge in the world will be with you every step of the way this season, giving you the latest on what makes sense for your fantasy basketball team. Make sure to check out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSEC on Twitter. The show at Locked On Grizz. Make sure you listen, review, and subscribe when you listen to the podcast wherever podcasts are available, and hit that subscribe button when it comes to YouTube as well. Hope you have a great Monday. Hope you've certainly enjoyed Plenty of great Grizzlies basketball. More to come late night, Grizz. More to come later this week against the Trailblazers and the Warriors. Stick right here for all the coverage that you need when it comes to Locked on Grizzlies. Your Grizzlies every day. Have a great Monday. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.